Premier Peter Malinowskis, good morning. Good morning, Ali, and good morning to your listeners. Look, I know you and your Housing Minister um, and Minister for Social Services are, are, are very well aware of the crunch that we are now in in this state with it come, when it comes to homelessness and, and housing affordability. Mm. How bad are you seeing the numbers and how bad are you being briefed about this? Uh, I'm being briefed on it pretty frequently, I think. Uh, I think it's fair to say, Ali, particularly from Matt Cook, who's the responsible minister in her agency. Um, and what we've got is a, a very substantial investment uh, that we committed to in the lead-up to the state election in only a few months ago, and, and now we're rolling them out, not just focusing on homelessness, because that's an important element of this, but also focusing on what we can do in the front end uh, to prevent people from getting into homelessness in the first mm. place, because, of course, we know there are lots of complicating circumstances that might lead someone mm. to that situation. So all up, it's a in excess of $170 million commitment. and But that's just a number, frankly, Ali. What we're trying to do, and the big challenge at the moment, is rolling it out in, a, in an environment where, of course, getting access to skills and trades is, is actually quite difficult. Yeah. Certainly, I think, when we met Carly, who is a woman through no fault of her own, but she was caught up in the rental squeeze. She lived with her 17-year-old yeah. son and her father, and basically the rent wasn't renewed. It went up by $130, and she just couldn't get into a place. And so for the last eight and a half months, she's been sleeping in a car. Now, Carly, I think, has impressed all of us with her selfless yeah. and positive attitude, and we've actually got her on the line because all the way through this, Peter, we got her into a caravan at least for three months. We bought her three months of safety and security and warmth, which is just so important for her and her son yeah. to get back together. But all the way through this, she said, look, I just want to speak to the decision makers. So I'm connecting you both now. Carly, you have the ear of the Premier right now. What do you want to say to him? Uh, good morning. Um, I just I just want to stress that I just never thought that this was going to happen to me. And I just feel so isolated and so alone. And, and why you can talk all those big numbers that all sounds a long, long way away. And I, for me and the other people out there like me, we all we want to know is where am I sleeping tonight? Yeah, yeah. There aren't facilities well, available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Carly, um, your your circumstance, and, and naturally I'm familiar with it um, through your courage to be able to, to speak out, which I think is commendable to say the least. Um, your story... Um, is an important one because you're not alone and, and this is what I guess on one level breaks my heart and frustrates me on another and and you're right so many of the things that I just mentioned that my government is committed to doing they are going to take time which doesn't help you or someone in your situation in the next 48 hours which is why we have we have made some investments that are focused on the, the people who are in the most immediate of needs and the truth is, Carly, the organisations that are best placed to support people like yourself and others isn't actually always government. There are some amazing mm. not-for-profit organisations out there who had previously had their funding cut in the last couple of years. Organisations like uh, the Hart Street Centre, um, Vinnie's, um, but, Catherine House. But and, Premier, and what we've what, done, what, yeah. so, sorry to interrupt, only for time, but what we're hearing from also those services is that they are so under the pump that someone like yeah. Carly that doesn't isn't fleeing domestic violence, doesn't have substance abuse, uh, isn't yep. in that super vulnerable, still has fam familial connections and everything else, she's falling through those gaps. And yeah. one of the things that really struck us, and sorry to speak, Carly, on your behalf, okay. was these practical ideas that she has come up with that would just make the people who are in her situation so much safer and her life so much easier. And my privacy yeah, so protected. 
simple things like, where do I get my mail sent? Well, I don't. My license is about to be, need to be renewed, and I can't even get that license because I've got nowhere to have it sent to. Yeah. Well, those more practical things, I think, uh, <laughs> to be frank, um, Carly, I think you've aerated practical considerations that I think are worthy of examination. And I guess what I would, would offer to you, and um, sometimes these, these take a longer conversation than, than what we can squeeze in on a, on a radio program, but what, what I'll be more than willing to make sure, Carly, is that if we can get your details, we'll get mm. you in. I'd love to sit you down, particularly considering you've got positive suggestions and and I, I think that's commendable, particularly given your set of circumstances. You're not just angry. You're, you're trying to be positive and put constructive ideas on the table. We'd love to get yeah. you in, sit you down with um, um, key minister and also the, the, the key chief executives themselves in, in government so they can hear from you firsthand and we can start working through, you know, what is possible and what is not. And, and clearly I can't guarantee that every idea that you come up with we can, you know, commit to, but let's at least have a proper conversation and examine what those options are. Carly, how's that make you feel? No, just yes. I don't even know what to say, but it means so much. No, look, look, look no, Carly, you, you stay strong, and I thank you for bringing this issue to a light. I mean, it's fair to say I'm aware of it, but it's important mm-hmm. that South Australians more broadly aware of it. Um, so, you know, that political support underpins the policies that we're trying to implement. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it. So, Ali, I'll, I'll stand the line and get those contact yeah, details. We'll definitely sure we do that. And there's yeah. one thing you know about me, Premier, I'll make sure that this happens and hold you accountable, that's for yeah, sure. I and, know. and just so you know, you will be taking her to a very expensive restaurant, okay? <laughs> yeah. Just flagging that with her. <laughs> all right. All right. No, um, uh, all right. Thank you. Hey, Carly, um, look, I hope that... I hope that just gives you the feeling of worth because it's been really, really tough for you, um, even putting your story out there. And I think what the yeah. Premier just said about being as brave as you've, as you've been is just so commendable. Um, and look, from all of us here in the station, for all of the listeners that have been so helpful for for people, for companies that have just put their hand up to help you and Cooper, I know that this is um, warming our hearts, hopefully just as much as it is yours. Thank you. Thanks, honey. All right, you're okay, Dales? Yep. All right, well done. You're going to sit down with him and the chief executive officers. They're the ones too, all right? And if you want More me, to, if you want me to come in with you, I'll call. definitely do that, okay? So you Thank just you. let me know. All right, go and take yep. a breath. See you, sweetie. The Ali Clark Breakfast Show on Mix 102.3.